You're listening to the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training, helping you guide your group through its study of the storyline of Scripture. Hey there, thanks for joining us for the Weekly Leader Training for the Gospel Project for Adults. I'm Aaron Armstrong, and today we are discussing Unit 32, Session 4, The Church is United Under Godly Leaders. So the success of the church is measured by its faithfulness to the gospel. That's the key thing that we need to know just about about what success is and what in terms of the church. It's not about attendance. It's not about... Um, dollars. It's not about anything else. It's about faithfulness to the gospel. And that's one of the reasons that God equips the church with godly leaders who are willing to endure hardship for the sake of the gospel and passing on sound teaching to the church. So this session, we are talking about Second Timothy here and the and the charge that's given to raise up godly leaders there and the qualifications of a godly leader. Though charged with guarding the good deposit, leaders are not expected to do this with their own strength because the Holy Spirit lives in them to make them strong in the grace that's in Christ Jesus. So we, in turn, should unite under godly leaders for the advancement of the gospel and to act as disciples who make disciples. So as I said, this session we're looking at 2 Timothy chapter 3, and it is going to be a very interesting one for you and likely an emotionally charged one. Because let's just be honest, the subject of godly leadership in the church can bring to the surface some pretty heavy emotions. I mean, just think about the last four to five years alone. How many different stories of apparently godly leaders committing acts of unspeakable evil and even less salaciously the number uh, the innumerable issues that rarely make it to the wider public, including divisive and domineering behavior, poor teaching and and everything else under the sun that you can think of. There's so many different examples of ungodly leadership that exist. And as we are bombarded with story after story, it makes it likely that at least one person in your group has at one point or another experienced this. For some, even coming to a church on Sunday may actually be an act of great faith because they struggle to believe that there even is such a thing as a godly leader. So you can see why this will make your job leading this session a challenge. On the one hand, you want to acknowledge this reality that there are leaders who abuse and fail to appropriately use their authority um, that has been given to them. While, at the same time, you also need to recognize that God does, in fact, give the church godly leaders. They may be flawed, but they are godly. So your job in the discussion is not to allow it to turn into a griping session, especially about your own church's leaders. There is a tendency and a a risk that comes with this that we don't want what happens in other churches to color how we look at our own leaders. And that's really difficult because we live in a culture that generally distrusts leaders, period. And that's really, really unhealthy. Um, So we need to pursue, we need to remind ourselves of the ways that we see our leaders in our churches pursuing faithfulness 
And so, for example, if you have a if you one of your pastors or one of the elders or deacons or however your church is structured, if one of them is is actually participating in a group in in a group in a small group in a Sunday school class, whatever that looks like for you, for your church and your discipleship practices, but isn't the leader of that? That's actually a really good example of being a godly leader. It is a leader sitting under the leadership of someone else in the church, recognizing the priesthood of believers that while they have a very specific calling in the church as a whole, they are they are just as much a disciple of Jesus as the as everyone else. They are equally a member of the church and not just the overseer or the person working on the ministry of the church. You also don't want to turn your group's time into an endless praise session for your leaders, thinking uncritically about them, elevating them to a status beyond their, um, beyond their humanity. You want a balanced view of them, recognizing the fact that they are people like you. So the point of this is not to gripe about your leaders, and it's also not to endlessly praise them. Instead, what you want to focus on in this session is the responsibilities uh, that God has given us as church members to both encourage and evaluate our leaders in their calling. And that forms the discussion on pages 105 and 107 in your leader guide. So... um, Explore what are some ways that you can practically encourage your leaders? How, what is it that they need? Because, I mean, I'm recording this while we are still um, deep in the midst of the ongoing uh, coronavirus pandemic. And we, and this has been a time of deep discouragement for our leaders and for, for, and for people as just in general. But Church leaders have been having a really hard time with this, and undoubtedly your church's leaders have been struggling with with the weight of this, with not being able, um, perhaps not feeling as though they can effectively disciple and strengthen and encourage the body the way that they want to and the way that they feel called to. So how can your group practically encourage them today? Also, take time to pray for your leaders. And if a group member does have a specific question or concern, something that would be um, potentially derailing for the, the conversation as a whole and the group time as a whole, encourage them to speak to you outside of the larger group setting about it. Be willing to listen and address in the most appropriate way. Sometimes that will that will mean uh, correcting some some incorrect thinking, but it may also mean um, having to go and have a larger discussion with your church's leaders. Regardless, you want to be appreciative. Um, you want to validate the fact that they are even talking to you because that is a sign of humility and a willingness in itself to come under leadership as well. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Adults. For more resources to help you guide your group through this session, visit gospelproject.com. Music